Welcome everyone to another episode of Samuel and Friends Heal the World. I wanted to do an introduction before getting into the episode today because I did not do my guest justice in the introduction, in the episode. And this is because I just didn't know, frankly. I sent a message out to his team to send me a bio. They didn't send me any, anything. I've just been watching him on on social media and, and, and kind of saw what he was about and just loved it. And so invited him on. But man, this guy has quite the resume. And I think he was just a humble guy. So he didn't want to get into it. But I'm going to I'm going to read his bio. This is off of his website. So my guest today is Kenneth Play, and he was dubbed the world's greatest sex hacker by GQ magazine. He's an internationally recognized sex expert focusing on female pleasure, sexual performance, and rapid skill acquisition. His book, Beyond Satisfied, A Sex Hacker's Guide to Endless Orgasms, Mind-Blowing Connection, and Lasting Confidence is an Amazon number one bestseller. He, his gold standard online course, which we talk about in, in, in today's episode, because he gave me, gifted me, gifted me the course, which I'm so grateful for because it is very extensive. Sex Hacker Pro, gold standard online course endorsed by women and sex therapists worldwide. He co-created the world's largest scientific survey on female ejaculation, uh, co-created with Dr. Zana Vrangalova. He's guest lectured at places like New York University and San Jose State on fe- female sexual pleasure. He's been featured on more than a hundred. He's been featured on more than a hundred media outlets: New York Times, Nightline, Cosmo- Cosmopolitan, Playboy, Vice, Huffington Post. He co-founded Hacienda, a sex-positive community space which empowers sexual exploration through hands-on sex education workshops and events. Man. This guy has been around the block and and I did not know, I'll be honest. So sorry, Kenneth, but um, again, I appreciate his work and 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 you know, being another Asian man, I just felt like I had to get him on. And I learned so much about him, so much about his work. And I wanted to do a quick just topic, um, topical synopsis of what we do before getting into the episode. I think I'm gonna do this on all episodes, but we talk about Kenneth and I get into growing up being Asian because we're both Asian men, and how we developed sexual literacy, sexual intelligence, sexual freedom. We get into how learning just a little bit about sex can make you better than 99% of the men out there. It's just crazy, and it totally makes sense to me. Um, We got into the process of getting good at and even mastering sex, mastering sex because I realized that's what Kenneth is actually about. He's about self-mastery, developing yourself as a sexual being, learning sexual practices, techniques, and he does it at a very high level, which I loved. And finally, we get into the theory and science around kink and BDSM. Uh, he, he talks about research, which I loved. Um, and then we also get into some some general practices and kind of an overview of kink and BDSM, which was very illuminating for me. So that's the intro to the episode, guys, and I hope you enjoy it. Without further ado, let's let's get into it. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Samuel and Friends Heal the World. This is a show where I get together with my friends, old and new, and uh, talk about 
different things. Talk about psychology, spirituality. Uh, I like to go deeper than 99% of people is how I, how I frame it. And that's kind of the intention of this show. Um, and a little bit about me, just I'm a therapist, trained therapist. Uh, I've also done a lot of meditation, really deep into spirituality, sexuality, a lot of different things. And my, my goal with this podcast and also in the work that I do as a therapist and a coach is to really help men uh, specifically uh, really actualize their full potential in life on all levels, right? Whether it's their career, their purpose, their mental health, their dating, their career uh, relationships. And um, so excited today to have on a guest that, uh, I, honestly, I don't know who else I would rather, ha who else I would have to talk about and dive into this topic. And um, it's a topic that I have delved into quite a bit myself, not as much as my guest today, but um, yeah, he's uh, pretty deep in this world. And so uh, this is going to be about sex and sexuality. And again, we're going to go pretty deep. So strap in, folks. Um, but let me introduce him first. And before I let him go, I'm going to say a little bit about him. So his name's Kenneth Play. And I've known about him for for a couple years, uh, found him on Instagram, and I immediately, I don't want to say I, I, I've got you nailed, Kenneth, like I know you, but like I immediately understood kind of what you were about because, you know, I had spent the last 11 years in San Francisco um, kind of in the poly play, like kink communities there, not like as deep as my guess or as, as deep as you, Kenneth, but um but yeah, I be, I was uh, in that world, and so you know when I saw Kenneth and his content, and you know he's got a book and all this really amazing stuff that he's done, I I immediately kind of knew like okay, this guy's deep into like sex and the sex positive world, which I want I want to get into, because um, I'm grateful that I I I got a uh, got to be in that world. Like sex positivity is something that. It, it just changes your whole perspective, attitude, approach around sex and sexuality and making it not this like weird thing, but like something very human. And so that's why I love this topic, because it was a really uh, important thing for me and my growth and evolution. I know this is a long intro, but really important for my growth and evolution as a man, as a, as a person to really dive into sex and sexuality. So uh, that's, uh, you know, I'll let him speak more to to kind of what he does. But uh, yeah, welcome everyone. Kenneth Play. Woo -woo -woo. <laughs> Thank you so much for having <laughs> me. Uh, yeah, and, and the intro, you know, the way I describe it, I probably have a the world's um, the world most unlikely sex educator or a educator who will make explicit sex technique content posting yes. all over the internet from Pornhub to my own course to everywhere else that I uh, share my uh, my content yeah. and I grew up extremely sexually insecure so insecure I remember like back in high school like first I, I flew to uh, Brooklyn when I was 11 from Hong Kong and that immigration process is really daunting, like a mm. complete cultural shift. And the first porn I seen is American porn. Mm. So it really gave me this perception of what like sex supposed to be. Mm. And I look at my advertised equipment thinking if I don't have a porn star cock, <laughs> like this will, this will, uh, I would never measure up, but I never feel it enough. So 
when I first uh, flew to America, all I saw was American porn. So it was kind of shocking. And then when I look at my package, you go like, oh, if this is what makes someone a good lover or, or sexually mm -hmm. competent, then I'm totally fucked. So I remember like this girls that I like, I'm making out with and they're reaching for my hands. I literally would push their hands away thinking that, mm -hmm. oh shit, you know, if they ever find out that I don't have a porn star size cock, that I'd be totally laughed at and rejected. Yeah. So I did most of the rejection myself to my early 20 when I lost my virginity. And most of my, I would say my 20s, I was living with a lot of crippling sexual insecurity. So like most uh, Asian, American, Asian American growing up here, you thought if I'll, what if I focus on getting a six pack or making a six figure income? Mm. Uh, if I'm not six feet tall and I don't have a, you know, a six inch plus cock or whatever, those things I could right. change. And I realized when I achieved those things, like the six pack on making more money, it did not uh, at all change my insecurity about this part of my life. Mm. And in, and also as a really sexual horny kid, so I'm like, oh, I'm lucky I didn't turn into incel, like on that side. <laughs> yeah. So, but however, I was lucky I found this sex positive community really celebrate sexuality, your desire and belonging and, mm. and, and, hands-on experience that most people wouldn't have so yeah. i basically translated my fitness career where i learned how to hack the human body like how to mm. you know be super fit have muscle lose body fat all that stuff but can i apply the same principle towards sex and fit uh, like i did with fitness and it turned mm. out to be such an important uh history and experience i had in that industry that I transferred perfectly so yeah. then I just began to change my sex life and holy behold, I found a complete new way to look at it. It transformed my sex life and millions around the world. And now yeah. I just am so passionate about sharing that. Wow. Wow. So much to unpack there. And obviously, um, but yeah, I, uh, wow. Let's like, let's let, I feel like that is going to be what we're going to unpack for the rest of the interview. So, so we can even go in that sequence. So like starting off, cause you know, obviously I, I, I grew up in this country, right? I grew up mm -hmm. I'm Korean American. My parents were immigrants and, um, I, I have my own perspectives around this, but I was, I was insecure as well. I grew up very Christian, grew up very religious, uh, mm -hmm. kind of fundamentalist Christian. My dad was a pastor actually, and a lot of shame around sex and a lot of just, uh, you know, like very conservative too, you know, very conservative in general, being Asian and being Korean. So no talk about sex, no, you know, talk about dating, even before marriage, sex, none of that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but I will say that I was kind of, I don't know what it was, Kenneth. It's weird. Like I, I, I like look back and I'm like, I had all these like, like, some of the hottest girls in my high school, like trying to get with me, but I was so insecure, kind of like you're saying, rejecting myself before they could reject me. You know, I don't, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't open to especially white girls. Right. At the mm -hmm. time I just dated kind of Asian girls. But, uh, once I started to learn to embrace my sexuality. So, so for me, my entry was, um, my entry was like, it wasn't Tantra, but it was, it was holistic sexuality is what it was called. And mm. we did meditations that weren't like, like, cause I, I don't know how much you know about, you probably know a lot about Tantra, but I don't like the tantric stuff that's out there. Cause it's so woo woo, you know, 
I was lucky to find a class actually in my grad school that did this work on holi- called holi- holistic sexuality, where we did these really safe, structured meditations partnered with people close on in the classroom, but then I did workshops outside of the classroom with them that were closed off. And it was just just experiencing ourselves as sexual beings, as spiritual beings, but also sexual beings without all of the conditioning that we have in our world, whether it's porn or, or whatever, that sex is just sex and just penetration. It was like, whoa, no, sex is like this beautiful human thing and so I was doing these meditations with like men and women, just like touching genitals or like just meditating and being very present without trying to turn people on. That was the main thing there. So that really broke, kind of shattered really my, my, my conditioning from Christianity, the conservative like Korean stuff. And then I re- at that point, I realized, wow, sex is just like a part of who we are. It's a beautiful expression of life. And at that, that really shifted everything for me, to be honest. Um, and, uh, yeah, sex became very easy. It became very authentic. My expression kind of came online. So sexuality was like huge for me, creativity. And, uh, but anyways, that's kind of what broke me into all of this stuff, you know? And, uh, yeah, the Asian thing is interesting. Um, and, but it sounds like for you, it was more, you know, porn kind of creating this mental like this this belief about yourself and insecure reinforcing this insecurity that you then probably got over through the sex positive community can you say more about especially the um like the community and how it helped you with that how it basically how did it turn you into kenneth play like this sex educator this guy who's like you know like this sex expert now on all the you know like from the insecure boy and maybe you can maybe there are other pieces to it but the community it sounded like was really really a big piece i imagine they were affirming loving and safe and you just blossomed there or you could fill in the dots. I don't know what the story was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all, all of the above. I think when most people, you know, when I talk about my insecurity and, and challenges, most people yeah. think, oh, because his dick is too small, then they have to learn all the skill to compensate. I think the one of the mm. most surprising uh, transformation that I experienced from the community is that I realized all those sex myths, like bigger is better. Or like, you know, you should be able to fuck all night long. You should last forever. You could get an erection anytime, you know, sex is available. Mm. All those are complete garbage sexual myth that we inherit, right? From either their uh, collective sexual script, like from every yeah. culture, depending on where you grew up at. Sure. But, but more of a humanistic view on it and a scientific look at this, you know, this part of our lives you know, which is so taboo from so many culture mm. and throughout human history has evolved so many times over, you know? Yeah. So, so what I really learned is actually over, like let go of all those myths that hold us back from enjoying our sex life and also learn some very interesting way to enhance that part of our lives. Because most people look at sexuality as like, this is, it, you're born with this, right? And this is it. It's not a growth mindset that we adapt to this like any other skill. So if I want to be better at uh, fitness, then I, you know, I will work on my physical life or my athletic life. I could, mm-hmm. you know, improve my skill in the kitchen. I could be a better writer, entrepreneur, all that stuff. But sex is like, 
what you got is what you got. You're born with this. And, and if you're not good at it, you're not good looking or whatever the case may be, you're doomed. Right. And what I actually learned is it's not something that people could theorize and like teach it to you. You have to experience for yourself. Mm. So I have dive into this community and come away with like, there's nothing to compensate in the first place. So for mm. every, not just Asian men, any men with any level of sexual insecurity about if they feel broken or like they feel doomed, it's mm. complete bullshit. There's someone for everyone. And mm. obviously like everything else, there's things that like traits and behavior and skill and technique that a lot more people look for, right? Like from a marketplace standpoint, but mm. most people could be so amazing in bed if they put a small ounce of investment into this thing. Mm. And yeah. similar, to, similar to you, you know, when you go in their tantric, tantra community, I think from a neuroscience perspective there, you're, you are training your ability to experience more sex. Yes. Like your interoception to your ability to feel your own sensation and then lower your inhibition by not carrying all the garbage of what you should feel like a wax sex should be, but you could be present to the moment where you chase nothing except everything. So I think that's more of the, the tantric side of uh, yeah. skill building. You also could have more proprioception where you could fix, you could turn on your mirroring neuron and really sense and being in union or feel what your your partner feel and you could be in this like group float state that you know people yeah. could create which is a different skill set than like techniques you know sure. like if you learn from the king community it could be about increasing intensity or dramatizing the situation mm. where there's a beautiful narrative that you both combine the sensation with a you know with the movie mm. um I, I think those are all different sex hack that we we that humans have developed you know throughout human history and mm. Uh, the reason why GQ is always so embarrassing is they, they call me the world greatest sex hacker because I like collecting all those different sex hacks from different disciplines, <laughs> like Tantra, like kink, like neuroscience yeah. to uh, bondage art from, you know, Shibari Japan to mm -hmm. Kama Sutra to Taoist sexual technique to mm. uh, Victorian era uh, uh, vibrators to all the new sex science that is available today, which is right. releasing nonstop, like the dick pill industry out of control, right? Yeah. Uh, testosterone replacement therapy out of, not out of control, but it just like, it's going to mm. change how human interact with sex and hormones and stuff like that. Mm. So mm. I just love, uh, learning about those things, but what is the most surprising mm. for me is that you know, most people don't realize how much they could change. So if you never worked yeah. out in your life, right, sure. you have no idea what your fitness potential is. And I, I forgot what that, uh, that meme or that quote grows around, like a, a, a man would grow old, like regret never knowing how fit his body could be kind of thing. I think mm -hmm. it, it, it serves in the same in the sexuality realm. Yeah. You don't know how good you could be from, yeah. from all aspect of it. So yeah, that's why I, I love teaching. I love teaching this topic. I love um, people finding ways to express themselves sexually in a way yeah. that is pleasurable for their partner is what I love. Yeah. Wow. Thanks for sharing all that. I, th I think um, what stands out to me is two things. One is the breadth of sexuality. Like you mentioned that, you know, we think sex is just this way and you are this way with your sexuality um, or just sex in general, like even the act. And yet what you just talked about 
it, it, you know, the, the, the ancient Victorian stuff, the kink, the tantra, the neuroscience, the, you know, the different ways that you can play with, you know, dominant and submissive, like every, there's, there's so many, it's a whole world. And that when you start to dip your feet into it, I think two things will happen. Uh, one is that like you're talking about with the interoception or this like base, I, I just kind of boil it down to like being comfortable, like learning how to be comfortable with sexual energy, right? Learning how to be comfortable with sexual tension, building sexual tension. Cause that's what people, especially guys will shy away from, especially who are, who, who, who are, you know, um, less experienced or, you know, never had sex before even, right. They're like, they start to, to, it's like when they start to get aroused, they get uncomfortable. Right. They're uncomfortable with that feeling. They, they start to feel insecure. They're like, oh, this person's going to be thinking about me in this way. And all your insecurities come up when it's actually just about your comfort, your level, like your comfortability. If you're not comfortable with sexual energy in general, like it's going to be hard to date. It's going to be hard to approach women. It's going to be hard to, you know, but the good news is that you can actually get through that pretty easily and once you do it's like this whole world can open up to you you could take it how far you want right but um yeah it's like you have to dive in you have to explore you have to be willing to work on yourself like you're saying with fitness mental health anything right it's it's sexuality i I think if there's anything you know we're just starting off but if there's any like that's i feel like that's such an important point that you can work on your sexuality and you can actually get better with it. You could become, you know, I don't know if they can become Kenneth Play, but they can become someone who it's like there's, I guess you and me, right? Like we were both kind of more shy and secure, you know, and yet here we are. And it's like anybody can achieve that. You know, anybody can achieve this level of comfort and, and, and competency, right? with sexuality as long as they are willing to learn as long as they're willing to get through their own blocks their mental blocks or right it's and i love what you said that it's not about whatever insecurities you have right it doesn't really matter actually because everyone's a sexual being and i i I also believe there's someone for everyone you know like there's just natural chemistry that you can develop with anybody or somebody if you as long as you are open but as long as you're closed you're not going to be able to build this sexual chemistry or connection with people. So it's important to work on yourself. So you become that person and open up. That's like a huge part of my work, actually. So I, I love that you said that. Um, and uh, yeah, I think this, the the depth and breadth of your knowledge is kind of, <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm, I, what's the word? It's like you, you have an encyclopedia of knowledge, it sounds like, and you love continuing to learn. And and that's what really stood out to me because, um, you know, you I, I checked out some of your, your, your content and your course stuff and, you know, your book. And it's like, to, I mean, yeah, different feelings coming up now, which is what I wanted to share that you you know, like this is the education that, that nobody got, you know, this is a, it's like, who's out there. I mean, I'm sure there are people, but nobody, nobody's like so comprehensive. Like who's out there making videos of like actual 
you know, fingering or, or, or how to do anal or different, you know, like, and, and, and teaching it in a very educational and like practical way, you know, like, like we all needed that. Everyone needs that. And, and you don't just teach it from the beginning. You teach it up to like very, very advanced levels. So like there's this whole, so, so that's what struck me about some of your 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 content your material like the stuff you teach is that it's very comprehensive and practical and it's like you can even probably i'm like like i'm going to recommend it to a lot of my clients because you know i have clients who've never had sex before and they like they, they breaking through that is hard and so like a course like yours is gonna you know what we could talk more about the course and sex hacking and things like that right but but just, just, you know, that can even help people feel comfortable, like get through, oh, wow. Like this is okay. This is not just coming from porn where they're just like, all of a sudden they're just, they're having sex, you know? Oh, oh all of a sudden they're, and they're, 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 they're doing it in a very specific way most of the time on porn, right? It's like very routine, rote, but like you walk people through it. It's like, this is how real sex looks like, God where the fuck was that growing up, you know? And so I think it's amazing. And I think it's something that's super valuable. And so, um, yeah, I think I wanted to share that for you, but also any listeners, you know, like it's, it's sex education is so important and a lot of it comes from porn. And yet, you know, there's, there's, there are people out there, uh, like Kenneth who are just really, you know, wanting to teach who are passionate about it and, and, and teach it in a way that's very accessible and, um, you know, can help you break through any sort of sexual blocks you might have just through the content, you know? So, so, um, and building confidence, competence, all these different things. I, 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 I think it's so valuable what you do. Thank you. I, I think most people, most people cannot even conceptualize what my type of sex education look like. And I struggle with the same thing when I want to improve this area of my life, I look at all the available content and this has been mm -hmm. a, almost a 15 year now search, right? Mm -hmm. And it was very little, it gotten a lot better lately, at least with the science and more sex educator out there because the market is growing. But back in when I was doing it, it's very difficult. So you would have like either scientific textbook that no one would ever read and translate, like, like reading Master and Johnson, trying to translate that into like more practical, usable thing very difficult some are just more theories and concept but like how do you literally do it in the moment you're having sex is where most people cannot translate just text on a page into mm. a theory into like a utility they could use sure and because i taught fitness for a really long time i understand how people acquire a skill when they don't feel confident about that skill in the first place like most mm. people hire a personal trainer is not like i'm gonna kill this shit right like I feel out of shape. I've been worked out for whatever, 10 years and blah, blah. So I know what it's like to guide someone in that moment into mm. learning a skill. The second part is the way the course is developed is more like I will do a show and tell. Like imagine Michael Jordan right. showing you his signature jump shot or, or whatever, his signature move. Mm. And then he break it down step by step on how to do that move. Mm -hmm. And then he will show you. And then he, then I also show them real game footage. Like this is how I use it literally when I'm fucking. So mm -hmm. you can see both sides and how to apply that same technique with different people because some might really like this and some might really hate this. So you right. will get, because you can use the same move with different uh, opponents. So you will see Michael Jordan using that signature move, but beating different team 
by choosing different ways to apply it. I think that is even more important. So it's not yeah. just like theories and concept and diagram, which also I'm obsessed with that part. But ultimately, like most people don't want to be better informed about sex. They just want to transform. Yeah. But what is so surprising to me, like, is that how bar, how low the bar is actually set? Mm. Like, if you, especially for uh, uh, straight bro friends out there, like, a straight female is the least sexual satisfied group, like on the, <laughs> the on the planet. So, Interesting. and most uh, most of them, <laughs> most of them don't even get to come when they have sex. So, imagine mm. all of a sudden you are like acquiring all those skills just for someone to be reliably pleasurable. Mm. and orgasmic is you're way above the the, the norm so and right. i look at that as like you could like watch one single 10 minute video and learn one thing and apply it it will be it will make you significantly better than rest of the, the crowd so so it's more like um uh i, I love uh, <laughs> i love uh, fighting games i love the idea how you train to get better at fighting game so I broke down the course, like a video game tutorial skill tree. So if you learn this, then yeah, there's yeah. the next thing you learn. Yeah. So you could, you could, so you don't have to be overwhelmed with the amount of stuff you learn, but you kind of take it one step totally. at a time. And then as you yeah. learn the new skill and you can implement everything at the first time. So it's like learning every like fighting technique will kill you. Right. Yeah. So you have yeah. to approach it, but also is not like you said earlier, it's not about me making more of like fuck like kind of play it has nothing to do with that. It's more mm -hmm. like I my job is to help develop you. And here yeah. is the method and approach. And the most uh, this is what I find in the research and data that mm -hmm. how you should approach this. And I mean, things like, OK, if your partner don't know what to tell you, they don't know what they want. How do you start? Like, I want to mm -hmm. answer those questions, not just like do technique one, two, three in the sequence. It doesn't work like that. So right. there is a, there's a method to the madness, but yeah. the, the, the transformation is unreal. Like, you know, I, I, sometimes I coach couples live mm -hmm. and they've been sure. be having sex for 25 years uh -huh. and they just didn't realize that her clit needs a stimulation for her to have orgasm, you know, and 25 <laughs> years passed by and they just oh, don't shit. know, right? Like really. And then wow. having their orgasm for the first time, like, like you know wow. via this coaching hmm. but i it is it, sad because sometimes it's not the people's fault we just did not educate them like imagine right. i just gave you an egg and i tell you how to hook, cook it and you might cook it well or you might eat it raw and there's a million way to cook an egg and they're all delicious but there's also a million way to fuck it up so mm -hmm. i just don't see why people don't educate those things mm. uh, offer people some basic education but also it cannot it needs to be talked about in the context like i'm, I'm like if i'm teaching basketball i have to put you in the basketball court right, right? not in it right. not only do classroom stuff with you so i think the combination of both is key totally no 100 yeah. percent. I, I i yeah seeing your course and kind of browsing through it that was what struck me immediately it was like wow this is very practical it's outlined very, you know, uh, uh, yeah, like kind of beginner to advanced, I guess. So like you kind of, it kind of leads you, you know, um, and I found, you know, because I do dating relationships and I work with men, I was like, this can apply. Like some of my clients are in relationships. Some of my clients have never had sex. So it's very applicable to such a wide range of people, you know, just imagining a couple 
who want to just take their sex life to the next level, right? It's like, there's oh. so much content in there that they can do together that will not just like create an enjoyable experience for both of them, but also help them bond, right? Like it's such a, it would be such a bonding experience to go through that. Um, but uh, yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. So hmm, sex hacking, what you mean by that is... T- um, tools, techniques, ways to really uh, amplify or or accentuate pleasure, right? Like it sounds almost like how do we target pleasure? How do we target an experience, you know, that we can, uh, you know, create a better experience? I mean, um, what's your definition? Well, sex hacking is just techniques and methods that humans have developed throughout okay. history that works in specific, like it could, it doesn't have to be necessary about pleasure, although most of it is about pleasure. But you think about the one that you talk about, a virgin never had sex before. And mm. let's assume that other person is not a virgin, right? Yeah. And then in a traditional sex script, you're a guy, you should know what you're doing. And then now you feel like so nervous and blah, blah, I've never done this before. Like, how right. do you... How do you work through that experience? Well, although I really think sex, like your education should perceive your experience. Like you don't want to go to rock climbing or like skydiving Mm -hmm. without reading anything. Like Mm -hmm. you want to learn a little bit, like at least (laughs) have something before you do this thing. Right. Right. Um, Which I think is extremely helpful. But the second thing is just say, if you don't know that in order for you to get a boner, you not, you cannot be in this anxious you know, inhibition heavy mm-hmm. uh, psychological space. So you, if you feel like if you're you in this negative dot um, loop in your head yep. and it's causing mm-hmm. all the insecurity, it totally fucks up your entire sexual experience because yeah. you're 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 not in the right state for you to even get aroused. But if you don't know that, you just like, oh, mm-hmm. they didn't know they need to feel safe and relaxed in order for that to happen. Right. So that applies for them and it applies for their partner. So you need to understand how arousal actually occur and you right. know how to troubleshoot it. But even if you could identify, mm. oh, I'm, perform- I'm, I'm dealing with some performance anxiety, I'm anxious right now, what technique, what sex hack can I have to ground mm. myself back into my body? Love that. So it, it's not just like, here's, like that. it's so literal like if you experience this this is some of the techniques that other people use and some of the technique is not from sex like i yeah. borrow from pro athlete how they manage choking it's the same way you manage choking in the bedroom <laughs> like like no different in there wow. it's just like yeah, yeah. but the physiological psychological aspect right. of it is that you need to learn how to like calm like down. you yeah calm it down if you resist Become it will persist. yeah, yeah. You have to yeah. use some like minus hack on like, mm. okay, now you accept that your dick would get hard when it gets hard. You're no longer forcing it. Mm. Like no way that you could force yourself to be sleepy in this exact second. Right. You need to let that go and then turn your mind, use your your bandwidth on perception into something that is arousing. Maybe right. you focus on something that is beautiful about her, the way mm. she smelled, the way she touched. And as soon as you can let go of those things, also learn to have enough courage to say, hey, I'm just a little nervous in this quick second we just met embrace the awkward i go like but mm. i want to take a moment to just connect and be with you mm. that could shift the whole mm. whole thing instead of you hiding this part of like mm. you know and then more you hide it the more nervous you are so learning right. how to be both like uh yeah. skilled but also 
tactical, but also like embracing what is. So all those things could mm. be learned and trained in this specific sex hack that, that could wow. work on those circumstances. Mm. Um, mm -hmm. Also, but you need to have some foundation. You need to know how uh, like arousal work, how orgasm work. And what's most fascinating is like throughout human history, all the like all the different school of thought kind of hits the same come at the the truth in you know their own way but like you have your sympathetic nervous system that in charge of flight or flight you have parasympathetic which is rest and digest and where arousal happen mm -hmm. and they are they could work simultaneously so it's not necessarily like a seesaw like one goes up one goes down both could be activated if you learn how to manage it and mm -hmm. i think tantra is one of those uh discipline that teaches you how to both be relaxed enough and yeah. also contain enough pleasure and sensation in your body yeah. so you mm. could build up a, like a, a bigger threshold before the release so you could experience more pleasure yeah. but they have thought of ways to get that like system Whoa. moving in the, in the right direction right and then kingster yeah. and other other discipline doing exactly the same thing just managing those yeah. those systems a little bit differently wow wow but but all of it is like if you just learn some basic, like if you just learn how anatomy work, how most people prefer to be touched, and you could touch them consistently in a rhythmic thing, and then they feel safe and turn on and arouse. And also learn that your job is to discover what really arouses people, mm. not what you think it should arouse them. So it's like yeah. eating food. Either you enjoy the taste or you don't. Right. right. You also acquire a taste, but either it tastes good, it doesn't taste good. You cannot make something that doesn't taste good taste good to someone. So, <laughs> yeah, even if you yeah. like it. <laughs> even if you like it. Even so, if it's your favorite so, thing, yeah. Right. Yeah, so you have a million ways to, to perfect the egg, but, you know, you have to know right. that this one, like, it's sunny side up versus a perfect, like, French mm. omelet. You, you have to, yeah, you, you both have to know and have to skill, but is it? The good news is it's not that complicated, not that deep, no more difficult than one semester in a college course for right. you to be the top 1%. Right. Top 1% <laughs> in this game. I, I I believe you. Yeah. No. So that's that's amazing. So, okay. So going back, sex hacking, I, I love it. Um, you know, it's... Well, it's okay, add one more, can I add one more yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, go for it. About the sex hacking. I'll try to the track other thing is that, like... Yeah. I think it's very cliche being in, in Chinese and from Hong Kong, like a lot of Bruce Lee influence, but I uh -huh. look at their sex hacking method, like a mixed martial art approach where mm. I'm not beholden by any discipline, like different mm. people around the world just find different ways to like develop, you know, their combat ability, their martial art ability. Yeah. And what's beautiful about martial art and fighting is like a cultivation of oneself. Like you talk about self-actualization and the other aspect of it, just different way to do the same thing. So what I did is like, I like borrowing discipline from all the different thing and then just figure out what is useful in that moment. Mm. Because no one system is complete, except, yes. you know, that you got to adapt to all those things. With So imagine you do like a little bit of mixed martial art, a little bit of Tim Ferriss, I picked the top 20% <laughs> that produce 80% of the result and trying right. to combine them together is, is ultimately what I want to do with hex hacking. No, I hear you. Yeah, no, that's kind of how I approach therapy, dating, like every, my inner work stuff is just distilling the most important things down from your experience and from what works from from the data and then like teaching that so that that can be more widely applied, right? 
Mm. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it, dude. Um, your, your, yeah, your brain and your, the way that you, yeah, I can understand you're very, uh, uh, like, like tactical. What's the word? Like you're very serious about this. You're very uh, research-based. You're very passionate <laughs> and also very experienced, you know? So, so it's like the, it's, it's an interesting combination to have for someone who's teaching sex, right? So like you have sex therapists, you have, you know, sex uh, educators, you have, you know, Tantra people, you have, you're kind of like all of those things, but you're, you're, you're trying to focus on teaching it in the, all in the best way possible that most people can understand and apply it in their lives. This is what, what it sounds like. I love, I just want to go back to something you, you mentioned this, uh, it's, it's almost like optimal, like sex hacking for you is what tools, techniques to utilize in any given s sexual situation. And, you know, maybe it's a little, um, you know, much to say that you have figured everything out, but you've tried to at least figure out most things ranging from you know like uh you know how to finger how to have sex what the clit is like orgasm you know like all those things the very practical sexual aspects as well as well as these things like you know what do you do when you're not in when you're you're too anxious or you're 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 feeling the insecurities come up and you know whether it's premature ejaculation or or um you know erectile dysfunction like like people don't understand these aspects of the nervous system and needing to be in your optimal state of arousal. And so, so like mindset hacks too, and how to get your body in a state where it can be aroused, you know, or how to maybe even bring it down if it's too stimulated. Um, and, and yeah, I love it. It's like very, very comprehensive. And it's funny because I, I, I know you also said, <laughs> I found it funny, but also very, important which is that um you know in the course you mentioned like you know having a trash can nearby so you know where to put the condom it's like <laughs> you know it's like creating as much sex like maybe you can call it sexual fluency both like in terms of knowledge and information as well as the experience right the practice because it's so important to feel confident and competent and have sex kind of go easy it's one of those things that regardless of how experienced you are, it still can kind of, you know, if it's like your first time with somebody, there's always that awkwardness and, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. It, like after a while, it doesn't really make it matter, but you know, if you're not as experienced, it could really be like, Oh no, like, you know, like yeah, make you feel anxious. It's yeah, also you know, like, yeah. Also, you know, I think Jacko Willing talked, uh, talked about this uh, idea in his book, did you say Jocko About, Willing? The, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> he, yeah, the military extreme leadership guy. Yeah. Uh, what What was fascinating is that he describes like you read old war story or like military stories is about how people overcome those very difficult like mm. battle situations, yeah. right? Oh, war. But when you watch how this person beat this battle under those circumstances, it's like you witness something that you don't have to learn from his position anymore. Like you saw this game being like this uh, level yeah. beaten in a video game on Twitch. You right. know what to expect that is very different than you going in brand new. 
But mm. in sex is one of those areas we don't want to see how other people do it. Not not their not like watching Fast and the Furious learning how to drive because that's yeah. not like real world scenario. Right. That's more on porn. But mm. if you could see how those things are done once, you are like light years ahead. It's like seeing those like random puzzle that you see on Instagram solve once, and the puzzle yeah. is no longer a puzzle. It's not even right. difficult right. if you know the answer one right. time. Mm-hmm. So I really think people could prepare themselves so much when it comes to sex if they realize those moments that happen. Like yeah. if someone you're dating and she orders saying like choke me. And you never choke someone before, and you don't know what choking is, and you have no idea. How would you not fumble in that moment? Right. 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 So if you know, either you go like, "I'm not really into that," which you learn how to negotiate, or if you right. know how to, if you uh, never done it before, but you have some experience, you could tell her, "Go like, I never really done this hardcore, but I learned enough about it, so we could try it." Or mm-hmm. you already have some experience, and you could just go do it. So right. If, in any of those scenarios, if you have some background, you know how to approach it depending on your stage. But if you have no idea, then like, then you're fucked because right. then you're like, but there's not really that many things in sex <laughs> that, that really comes up. So, oh, that's, you that's know, good. so, yeah. so except the really advanced stuff, but like the advanced, first yeah. 80, like the first like 20%, you have to learn to acquire the first 80% of skill. It's mm. so straightforward, but so is is the contrast is crazy. Like if that. you, yeah, yeah. So like I from yeah, so from yeah. learning like techniques to helping someone feel safe, all those things. Like people have gone do this. So learn from other people's experience. So you see, like people obsess over anything, like how to play chess, how to play basketball, skateboard, how to start a YouTube channel. Like there's shit tons of content. So I just basically want to create the same type of content, but it's yep. extremely practical and people would use in the bedroom tonight. That, totally. That's always the goal. Right, right. I love that. So once you learn it, you pretty much don't need to learn it again. Like you just implement it and it's kind of, you know, you 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 can build up more of a repertoire, but you get, it, it's like, there's, I love that. There's not a lot to learn in sex until you get to the advanced level, but learning those, that first 20% is going to be so crucial and elevate your, your, your sex game. You know, like you said, be way beyond the, the masses. Well, I think this, the, the fourth stage of learning, that's more of a Western model. Like Bruce Lee also has like a different one when you're in the stage of innocent on Bruce Lee philosophy or like the Western philosophy is that you don't know what you don't know. Like mm-hmm. that's the worst stage to be. Mm-hmm. So when you do start accumulating some knowledge, reading some book, like uh, going over a course, you will start to see what you are doing wrong. Right. Right. So that's the first stage, which is kind of awkward. Then then you will move into the stage where you realize there is a skill gap between what you know mm-hmm. and w- what you should be doing and what you don't know how to do or to do. Yeah. And then you will go through this phase where it feels mechanical and awkward that you have to learn sure. the skill. Right, right. But now you have to be you become con you become conscious incompetent right. to conscious competent. Right. And Donnie then you Kruger. will move to the yeah, you go to the last stage where you could become you don't even have to pay attention being right, competent. competent. That's a stage you want to you want to be to, which is yeah. the last day where you could get to express yourself freely. Right. But knowing that, then you will also in embrace the awkward section of that skill learning mm-hmm. uh, uh, period and then mm-hmm. you will move into a period where you don't 
which mm. that that part is kind of like it's a fun journey when you have a couple go do that together but with the right, right framework to go do that right um but once like once you learn how to ride a bike like you know how to ride a bike so mm -hmm. you can't take that away from you but mm. it's that's why no one is regret being great in bed because you realize it's just a skill right and once you get it it's, it's so useful so that's why i really encourage people to invest in that awkward stage too it, it doesn't sure. have to be this perfect fluid thing you right. just have to know how to approach it and the results are pretty phenomenal like right. on the other side so so it's a, it's a positive feedback loop quickly like fitness mm. takes forever for people to learn and get mm. results same with mental health right like think about all the behavioral thing mm -hmm. that they have to go do in order for it to click or meditation this mm. one is pretty immediate and and in in some mm. of my lazy nature like this is mm. this is more fun to practice <laughs> that's awesome so you know i kind of have an answer in my head but with that awkward phase right so the awkwardness that can come up in sex you know the sex positive world is kind of i mean for me to coach men through it it's it's interesting because for me i'm just like just just talk about it you know, just like bring it up. Like you're talking about the choking. It's like, oh, I, I've never done this before. You know, like just FYI. Oh, and then she's like, oh, okay, cool. Like, well, you know, I'll let you know if it's too much. Like, like it kind of like breaking that like awkwardness is so important in sex. And I don't know a lot of avenues for people to get there except to just become comfortable, right? Like whether it's doing workshops or Tantra or, you know, going to like, like doing sex positive types of things or reading more, taking a course, like a course like yours, like, like, do you have any uh, suggestions or, or any thoughts that come up around that awkward phase or not awkward phase, but the awkwardness that can come up, which to me is very easy to, to, to broach using communication, but you know, any other thoughts on that? is nothing wrong with the awkward phase. It's not something to avoid. I, I like think this. that is something that's very different because your attachment, just like attachment to orgasm or attachment to the smooth, like operator thing is not reality. It just mm. never will be. And then mm. as soon as that the other person feels your perfectionist aspect of you or your ego is attached to her orgasm, like it fucks up the whole thing so like totally. the more actual chill you are about the situation yeah. and the more authentic and more kind and honest you are with yourself it creates the culture within the relationship so it's not a negative it's not a down yeah. it's not a like a like a bad thing like you know yes. uh Embrace fucking Michael it. Jordan and 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 Kobe don't talk about like they they are trying out a technique on their practice so I, that's why they practice mm. so it's it just the price of entry, but I'm, I'm mm -hmm. talking about what people, when they don't embrace the awkward, they just keep recreating the same breakdown right. is the problem. So they actually get the rejection. They get mm. the negative feedback. If you could tell a girl, go like, Hey, like, you know, like that sounds really hot. I'm like, I never done it before. I would love for you to like, like learn it. Uh, I love to learn more about it. Maybe we could do it next time. But right. if you don't have that line in your head, you don't know what the fuck to say in the moment. Or you go like, you learn to negotiate. Like, look, uh, I have some experience with choking. Like, let's talk about it. Do you want to use a, you know, a green, yellow, red light system and kink? But you have to know mm -hmm. that system in order to even say that. 
Right. Then if you get more advanced, are you talking about blood choking versus air choking? Like, mm. do you pass out in the past? So right. you could get to different levels. Yeah. But if you don't, if you have no idea, that's when is, 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 is challenging. Mm. But their willingness to learn because mm-hmm. I feel, I feel for our brothers, you know, we are expected mm. to be good in this shit right from the get go. So we end up going to try and error. Like most guys would never share their sexual difficulty with another guy, but we could share about like what protein powder, what, you know, what, what <laughs> exercise they should do. Right. So, right. so, but the answer is out there. It, that's what's crazy. It, and yeah. it's so obvious too. the yeah. answer is not even complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, it's embracing it, embracing that, Hey, it's okay to, to kind of fumble around. It's okay to, you know, that vulnerability I've found is often rewarded, you know, like not necessarily insecurity all the time. That's can be kind of dicey, especially in the beginning, but like just being vulnerable and being like, Hey, I don't really, you know, like, or I want to try this thing. Like, are you open to it? Like, and doing it from a place of genuinely being kind of like, like shy about like that that's okay you know like i just think any sort of communication with regards to sex is like good communication and um but uh but yeah i think i wanted to 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 talk about yeah go ahead i I think that i think the difference is sometime you know when we tell people like like just say from other sex educator a lot of times it's like like communicate 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 but if you don't give any framework or like some sort of decision tree, then mm. people don't literally know what to oh, say. Wow. Nice. Especially when it comes to sex, like what do you like in bed? Most people don't even know how to like have the lexicon to, de- to describe that. Right. So I do think people actually need something. Sure. To, no. Some distinction to, right. to be able to communicate those things. 100%. But their framework to learn that is like watching one 20 minute videos. That, I, that's I, what. Yeah. So it's like, is is not that deep, right? Totally. Um, but as long as they don't understand, there there is there is a way to talk about it in any of those, like yeah, asking for what you want or what you want to try or or right. why things are so counterintuitive. Like you want me yeah. to treat you like a princess when you're out, but you want me to treat you like a whore in the bedroom. Why yeah. and how uh-huh. do I manage all those things in your head? You need to understand why those things, you know, why do people mm. prefer that in the bedroom, but not outside the bedroom and it, only in this context. Right. So, totally. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. Yeah. Decision trees and, and learning the language, Lear- like it's, it, it, again, education. So it's a combination of the education, right. Mm-hmm. And also whatever the, the practice of it, right. The, the, the active actions like oh. you need I, yeah sex is probably one of the i mean i love that you are a fitness it makes sense what you're doing because you're a fitness coach and it's just you know like you need to do both you know you need to actually work out and also learn like oh, okay like how does this work and how does that work and why is this happening here and um yeah mm-hmm. i did want to ask something though um because i kink is something i've dabbled in a little bit right and and I'm curious to hear because I know that's a big part of you know your world as well. You know, I've always been curious from a mental health perspective. You know, it just seems like such a fruitful, fertile place to 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 heal, right? And to like again feel that safety we've mentioned a little bit, but like feeling safe, building trust. There's also probably a lot of like re-traumatization, but like. I'm I'm always curious about BDSM and 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 
like, you know, childhood trauma type of shit, not necessarily as even extreme as sexual abuse, but obviously that too. But like, like, I don't know, like, it just seems like there's a connection there. And I know it's probably even cliche for you to hear like, oh, like you're hitting people. And so it's like, doesn't it, it's like a, you know, but uh, does your mind go anywhere when, when I bring that up? Um, I think sometimes people automatically associate the desire for any any BDSM practice as there's some like there is some trauma related only nature. I think it's a combination between nature and nurture that yeah. is not so always dependent on one side or the other. The right. other thing is that you could like imagine we pathologize like a, a little boy who wants to be a soldier, right? Like that's what he wants to grow up being. Like, if he has to be have a fucked up childhood, do you want to fight for the country or whatever the, the, mm. the case may be? Mm. I think arousal pattern is very individualized and also uh, from their, the, it's, it's hard to say which one like yeah, has a bigger impact. Yeah. yeah. But ultimately, whatever arousal pattern you do develop, right, is most likely is, is a little bit in some way a little bit more static than other personality trait like the, the your core erotic theme so like jack moran wrote about their erotic mind i think it's the first one jaya have amazing quiz out uh uh dr nan wise who wrote uh why good sex matter has a different model but and i have mine ultimately there is certain arousal pattern that people find that particular scenario arousing yeah. Now you could look at like you could look at like cuisine. Is that true that there's more Thai people that like spicy food is because they are like they grew up more spicy food and do they have a genetic trait that makes them like spicy food? Who knows, right? Yeah. But that flavor of cuisine in that region of their country embrace spicy for numerous reasons, from things being spoiled to like flavor that is available locally as an ancient technology that developed to feed their family, right? So how does those preference develop over time? Yeah. But there is a diverse in human, uh, like like with food, there's such a diverse option when it comes to different types of cuisine to cook, to get the same nutrient that most people need in their body. Mm-hmm. So I just find BDSM is a way for people to yeah. create a flavor. And Tantra is a flavor. And most people think of kink is just like letter, latex, you know, stuff. But from a more neuroscience perspective, my mm. hypothesis on this topic uh, probably agree more on like, uh, I forgot mm. Anna, what's her last name, who wrote Dopamine Nation that talks about mm. the dopamine swing. So, you know, when you, the, the precursor for pleasure. So like, if I lock you in your house right now and don't let you pee for 12 hours and you refuse to pee in your pants, the moment I let you out and let you go pee, that peeing experience would be quite pleasurable uh-huh. because of the pain that uh-huh. stretches that range, right? Okay. About pain and pleasure. So you need the contrast, like eating a sour candy makes the candy more sweet, I see. right? But the pain is not necessarily more like less pleasurable than the pleasure itself. It's what it creates as the range. And I think what hmm. BDSM people have, uh, the king community have figured out is all the different ways to create the contrast. So mm. you don't definitely get their like 
you know, when you just say that's you nice. masturbate to porn over and over again, that stimulant become like chasing the dragon. It become less pleasurable over time. Yeah, right. Habitual. I think it's a pr- very predictable way to stretch back the other way. So you could s- experience the full swing of what's available. Okay. Um, Through pain um, both, or yeah, like some sort sometimes of. Sometimes pain, pain could mean yeah. anything. Pain could be denial. Like it's just the opposite of the same coin, got right? It, it, so it, like tantra it. people go like when you feel very intense sensation, what do they teach you? Relax, mm. right? So for mm. you to hold more sensation, mm. it's it just a way to modulate those inhibi- uh, on their sexual inhibition side and the sexual yeah. excitation side. Right. But there's ways to kind of managing both. And the other way, oh. the other thing that I think kink is so beautiful is that it could form a narrative that arouses you. It's the story <laughs> behind it, right? So Love you that. could both combine the sensation, Ugh. the context of the sensation, because yeah. context is what the meaning that we put behind sex is what give us the the sort of the full experience. You could do it without it. You could be like completely like narrativeless. You could yeah. like for some people that that is their side. Right. But for a lot of people, especially a uh, female brain, which consume more erotica, they're their fantasy, yeah. the drama, like, can you bring the Bridgerton into your sex experiences? Ultimately, uh-huh. Uh-huh. what really creates the epic release of tension, building up of tension, the tease and their uh-huh. control. Got it. Um, like, you could tell people to let go all day long, right? Like, oh, mm-hmm. it, you know, you need to let go, you need to be in your body. But then you didn't realize bondage is a crazy sex hack that could get the most controlling freaks in the world without much verbal coaching. They relax instantly. Right. Like, but they wouldn't know that until they realize right. that tying up restrict the person from doing anything so they could let go of doing. I hear you. So, so that's why I think their sex hacks is because of those things. And you could put all the other thing around it, but it's very effective to do that one thing, which mm. is letting go. I love that. So, okay. So sex hacking all of a sudden became a lot more clear too now, because it's like, how can you utilize some, something, some technique? And, and oh. it sounds like with kink and BDSM, which it's, it, thanks for illuminating this for me as well. It's, you can, it's basically you can modulate um pain pleasure you know uh uh you know taking away like all these different things applying more control like you can use these things to accentuate a pleasurable experience but also not just pleasure it sounds like what you're talking about um and i can understand because i actually like role play so it's like there's something about creating an experience it's almost like taking sex and just expanding it out, right? Expanding it out into this experience that people can have that isn't just about pain and pleasure, but also about, you know, what can you, it's like creativity is in in there as well, but also like what really, what really works for you? What really kind of, you know, makes you feel, happy even i would even say like there's probably joy in there as well so it's disentangling it for me and maybe for other people from this you know it's like oh like they're just doing this pain play and trauma stuff it's like no it's anybody can really get into kink and bdsm it's quite clever like if you remove the sort of like what what people traditionally look at kingster they're just a very effective way to Mm to get us into the right state of mind. It's no yeah. different than like a locker room 
like rally before you go back in after uh halftime like you're trying to get back onto the field like why do they jump in a hurdle and yell at each other and do all this mm. stuff right like there mm. is a method to the madness so i just look at those is people using those technology and those mm. those protocol to enhance something like right. if you think about the psychological aspect of it totally if, if this girl grew up super religious, right, and the idea of her being a slut is like the worst thing to her belief system, but like the, on the other side, that feeling like a slut totally arouses her. So right, she has right. like this internal conflict. Like, yeah. do I embrace a thing that turns me on, which I feel wrong about, right. or I repress this thing? So, but if it's in a king scenario that is negotiated and she's tied up and you call her a slut, She's like, yeah, I'm a slut right now because it just created the right condition for you. that moment for her to embrace something that turns her on. And totally. it, 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 this is not always gender based. This could be the guy. It could be, it sure. could, it could be anybody. Yeah. But the, the point is that it gave it, it the cacking is that you remove all the sort of uh, fuff around the subject. And then this is the thing that actually gets them aroused. Right. right? That when they actually embraces what truly arouses them when mm. they actually feel safe when right. they're when they're experienced appropriate like uh, a competent and appropriate consistent amount of sensation that feels good to them mm. that's when it happened it doesn't really give a shit about what you think or what i think just like fitness mm. like there is there's physics um mm. there's uh, uh principles and law that kind of uh that kind of dictate all the things that happen. So as wow. long as you play within that structure, it works. Right. Anytime you violate any of those things, it just doesn't work. So right. so so I just look at them as tools. Right. To, and to science, make it work. really. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I uh, yeah, I think um, I just wanted to say that yeah, that the wow, that just blew my mind. So. I don't even remember what I was going to say, but you know, we are almost at time. So I think, um, you know, it just, for me, it sounds very liberating, healing and, 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 and fun. Like the idea of kink and BDSM and, and, you know, I haven't had a ton of, uh, opportunity to dive into it super deep, but you know, Hey, I have, I have Kenneth plays beyond satisfied course now, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, so do you want to talk about the course a little bit, or do you want to talk about like something you, any, anything you have going on that you want to, you know, uh, promote or, or put out to people? Cause, uh, yeah, like, I, have this, about it? I have this, uh, brand new book. This is a special, uh, first edition copy that I made with this like texture print. It literally looks wet. I don't know if you can see there's the raindrop. Um, so I'm really proud of that. And people could also just take this one off and just go to the airport if they want to. Okay. And all they see is stealth just mode. beyond satisfied. I know. So you could go stealth mode on this. Um, and I have a, if you're a listener right now, go sign up for the free training. I have some special discount hmm. attached to that free training. So you get like 80% off my ebook, which makes it $2 and then an additional 30% off my course. So just sign up for the free training on my website and then you get access to uh, uh some uh, hidden discount that i put in there mm. um i think what what's the website people, or website or, or can go to kennethplay.com and you will yeah. find everything there okay uh, put it in the description too yeah so i have a book and i have uh beyond satisfied pro which is the video course that have over 70 plus videos mm -hmm. uh uh, 10 different module i put in some extra courses in there for for this month but ultimately is is what people 
it's not just information. Like I teach it to you literally. Like I don't talk about just squirting. I show you the lecture and the diagram. I literally show you step by step how to do it, and then you get to me to watch it when I'm just doing it. Yep. So you really is not. I I feel like so many people's like demos and stuff. They just talk about it. Like I literally show you. So it takes the guesswork out of it. Totally. Yeah, I cannot. I mean, when I saw it, I immediately understood what you were going for, and I can. I saw the value. So I, I, I want to promote it for sure, and I want everybody to know about it because, man, it is beyond, beyond sad. Like beyond the education that's out there, right? And 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 porn, like you're talking, like porn is just. It's not education. It's not even. I, I think watching it is, you know, it, it creates this really tunneled view of sex and and so i think your approach teaching it you know theory research data science and also demoing and and showing you know like it's 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 invaluable so so um yeah guys check out yeah check out kenneth's stuff and um yeah man thanks for coming on and it sounds like you're really uh i don't know it's just interesting to talk to you and the way that you approach all this and so i appreciate uh just having the dialogue yeah Thank you for spreading my word. Like I love helping. I really love helping men overcoming this. I know you work with a lot of men and yeah. a lot of men are not doing that well out there in the world. It's mm. getting a tons of shit. And, you know, they believe you're, you're inherently toxic and all those crazy belief. And I have found so many men who really care about their partner satisfaction and pleasure. And I know a lot of you are listening. So if you someone who care and want to invest in that part of your life i would love to share my knowledge with you and also like ladies if you are listening i love like most people that i share my work with don't really enjoy the process of teaching them man it's not exactly arousing mm-hmm. so i love to do that for you and it's not like it's not like learning uh it's not for sex for dummy where you feel like your partner is lacking it's more like a journey that you guys could take on to explore what's mutually pleasurable between both of you and it's fun to do it together so there is a way and and it could be dramatically better one thousand percent i i i guys he's not just like trying to market or promote the you know it's like it's true like i i looked at the actual course programs and that was my initial take was like wow couple or single or dating whatever you know 10 years in a relationship just starting out like it it, it can add value to your life and uh yeah i don't think there's anything else like it out there i don't think there's anybody else doing the work the way that you're doing it either so all right guys thank well, you so uh, much for having me on yeah no thank you that was another uh episode of samuel and friends heal the world and uh and yeah I think, you know, your work, whether it's my work, whether it's spirituality, anything, it's like, I really believe in human potential and us being human. And I think that's what I want this podcast to be, be about. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on, Kenneth. Of course. Thank you. All right. Bye, everyone.